Do you wait for everything to be perfect and lined up straight before you make a choice? How hard are you trying to get everything in your life right? What if jumping in and getting messy is one of the ways to find out what works for you? Discover how being willing to mess up can create the phenomenal life you truly desire. Get ready to quit judging and start embracing all of your messy adventures. Now, here's your host, self-declared messy living expert, Katrina Fava. Hello and good morning, afternoon, good evening, whatever it is, wherever you are, anywhere in the world. Welcome to Messy Adventures in Living. I am your host, Katrina Fava. Thank you so much for joining us today. Um, if this is the first time you have li- are listening to Messy Adventures in Living, here's a little bit about me and about the show. So I um, do a whole bunch of cool things in my life. I am a registered pediatric nurse in Toronto. I work at um, the Hospital for Sick Children here. I am also a mom of three great kids. They're 11 and nine and five and a half. Um, I'm an access consciousness bars and process facilitator. I'm um, best-selling author and radio show host. I also do some other cool things like teach families how to massage their babies. I teach massage classes and I also create my own line of 100% natural body products called Naturally Happy Body, which you can find at PetrinaFava.com or NaturallyHappyBody.com. So check me out. There's probably something in there that you might like considering a wide variety of different things. <laughs> so, Messy Adventures in Living. This show is all about uh, not getting anything right and not waiting for everything to be lined up straight and perfect and jumping in and making choices and then choosing after each choice. You can choose again and again and again and what if you didn't have to wait for everything to be perfect and lined up straight before you began living? So today's show is all about bodies and it's called Spring Out of Hiding Your Body. Um, I have a great guest on. We're going to turn the tables a little bit. She's kind of going to be interviewing me today. Um, so spring out of hiding your body. What is this about? Well, have you been hiding comfortably behind bulky sweaters and jackets all winter? Now that spring is here, so it's it's May the 2nd, if you're listening to this in the future. Today's date is May the 2nd, so we're creeping up into spring. Um, now that spring is here, how much are you dreading removing all the layers and exposing your body shape to the world. If the thought of summer shorts and swimsuits has you thinking about spending summer in a dark cave, maybe it's time to quit judging your body and come out of hiding once and for all. Wouldn't it be wonderful to enjoy the sunshine and warmth on your bare skin without a care in the world? Are you waiting for your body to be perfect? What if being vulnerable and allowing your body to be kissed by the earth is the change your body is begging for? So um, my guest today is Susan Schatzer. She's a four-time number one best-selling author. She's an international facilitator for consciousness and has appeared on the Lifestyle Channel, LA36, Can TV Chicago, Access Sacramento, as well as Women's Power Radio, Artist Hub, and iTunes. Susan's run a successful coaching business, is an international facilitator with Access Consciousness. As the CEO, 
from creation to cradle. She incorporates what she's learned through many diverse experiences to create programs that empower women before, during, and after pregnancy. Most recently, Susan has developed a, dyna a dynamic quarterly global telecall series called Conscious Birthing and Beyond. These seasonal series feature untraditional topics, lots of participants with questions from around the world, and seven dynamic mothers from multiple countries who facilitate the calls, one of which is me coming up in the spring. Well, next week. The fun, laughter, and awareness that are uncovered and discovered shock the group series. series. How can this one beginning this evening get even better? Hi, Susan. <laughs> Hi, Katrina. Yay. Thank you so much. What a beautiful introduction. We are going to have so much fun. <laughs> I know. Thanks for being on Messy Adventures in Living. And thank you for inviting me to be a speaker on uh, the Conscious Birthing and Beyond series. I, I had a lot of fun the last time I was on, and I'm really looking forward to doing it again. Yeah, we are so excited. This series really picks its guest speakers, and it normally picks its topics. Uh, but this season, um, and this is our fourth one, so we're rolling into one year, um, it asks for each guest speaker to pick its own topic based on the subtitle of, you know, Spring into the Creation uh, being spring starting uh, tonight. Tonight is the introduction, actually, right. to the series, and it's free, so anyone is welcome to come um, join us. And I think I gave you a way for them to find it. Um, Maybe not. Oh. I can look for you know, it. If the they would like to email me, if they would like to email me directly, I can go ahead and get them the information. And it's just sure. susanshatzer at gmail dot com. Okay, and it's yeah. all on Facebook right now, right? So I, um, if you you probably could just search the event, right? So yes. what is exactly is the event called? Say it again on Facebook. It's called Spring into the Creation of Your awesome. New Future. Yep, Spring into the Creation of Your New Future. Yes, tonight, starting tonight. Awesome. Yes. Okay. Yes. So, talking bodies so today. I, yes, we are. We are talking bodies. So, tell me a little bit about when we shot out that topic to you, spring into the creation of, and left it blank. Tell us what came up for you with um, what you received with your title, and tell us what your title is. Yeah, so my title is Spring Out of Hiding Your Body spring out of hiding <laughs> your body and when you asked me uh, just a couple of days before that I was I, I think I was driving I was like in my car and I had a thought that went oh god here comes summer I have to wear shorts and bathing suits now <laughs> and I caught myself and I went oh <laughs> that's interesting <laughs> and I and I really realized like how much I thought, isn't that interesting that I'm actually dreading? I love spring. I am not a winter girl. <laughs> I like warm weather. Um, but I was dreading the coming warm weather because it meant that I couldn't hide under my coat anymore. You know, um, it meant that I couldn't, like, just throw my coat on some over some crappy clothes and not have to comb my hair and put a hat on because it was winter, so I could just throw all that on while I went my kids to school you know it meant that I had to like expose my body more um, so I really wanted to do this topic because I'm sure I'm not the only one in the world who's thinking this right now and you know I, 
I've been really looking a lot at judgment and, um, you know, I, I wrote a chapter in The Power of Releasing Judgment. We're co-authors in this book, Susan and I. And yes, something, something, there's something really cool about being an author and writing about a topic like releasing judgment is that it really um, kicks, it, it has been asked because I'm like, hey, you wrote a chapter about releasing judgment. Hello? <laughs> Time to step up, <laughs> girlfriend. So <laughs> every, I look at my book and I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> All right, let's drop the judgment. So yeah, so how many women are, and especially moms, right? So um, especially moms, like how much are, do moms judge their post-baby bodies? Like a ton. Um, and I put a, an image, I don't know if you saw it. Yeah, she's hiding behind like a shower curtain or a wall. Oh yeah, no, not that one. The, I posted one after in the discussion. It's a, a an image of a woman before pregnancy, and she's got like this oh. sexy bikini body, and she's like got this big <laughs> smile on her face, and there's like guys looking at her with, and there's like hearts all around her, and then she's pregnant, and she's got this beautiful round belly, and the look on her face is no longer happy. It's just like this like straight line, straight lip, you know, like, Meh. and then and then there's a picture of her. With, with her toddler in tow, so she's like holding her little toddler, and her body is like nice. saggy, and she's wearing the same bikini, but her body's like all saggy, and her posture is very bent, and her face is very sad, and her hair is disheveled, and I saw that, and I was like, wow, that's a really interesting point of view, and actually, one of my thoughts was, who posts this shit? <laughs> like, why do we post, why do we do this? Like, why do we, who created this? And why do we put it all over the internet? You know, like, so much judgment, especially with moms after their baby, after their babies are born. So yeah, that's where that all Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it was so interesting, because when you picked the topic, tons of things flooded in for me as well. I'm like, okay, so I need to start moisturizing, I better shave, Right, <laughs> in, in larger, <laughs> larger areas than normal. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. Like getting ready for, you know what I mean. Like your roots, because you can't wear a hat, you know, anymore. Yeah, and, and I live in Florida, so it is really warm for a lot of the year, and nice. um, there's not a whole lot of hiding that can take place. And and I was thinking about, you know, what if it's not just us, Patrina? Like how sure. many other people? Uh, men and women around the world are thinking about the same thing mm-hmm. with their bodies. Yeah, and men and women, and thank you for saying that because I feel like we really um, sometimes tend to exclude guys, and, and I'm sure there's a lot of men who have this going on as well. Yeah. Um, there's a, a question in the chat room, Eleanor. So <laughs> Eleanor says, is there another way to come out other than springing out? <laughs> Can I come out a little at a time? <laughs> I love those words. <laughs> sure, Eleanor, you can come out a little at a time. It might be more fun if you just sprung out and got messy. <laughs> but um, so yeah, um, I guess what is so what does it like really mean springing out of hiding? Like, so for for me, I'm really aware of um, I've become aware of how do I put this in words? The, such so okay so a little bit of background so i have three kids and after my two daughters my first two children were born my daughters um my body actually didn't change a lot after 
my girls were born. Um, I gained quite a bit of weight during the pregnancy, but I actually lost it, and my body returned to its pre-pregnancy state pretty easily. And actually, after my second daughter, I continued to lose weight. I was actually smaller than I was when I even got married. And I loved this. I was excited. I wasn't doing anything. I was not a girl who was working out before. It just kind of happened by itself. And then with my son, that didn't happen. So um, I've actually gained probably like 40 pounds since my son was born. And I'm at the heaviest I've ever been. And I'm not a big girl, right? Like I'm 5'2", barely. And so for, for me, it's been a lot. Of, I've had a lot of struggle around like trying to be grateful for my body and not judge my body Although my body is not, it's it's not comfortable. My it's I'm not comfortable at this weight. So I did. I've tried to do what Eleanor was just saying. Is I've tried to like come out slowly. Like, but for me, it was a resistance. It wasn't that I was really trying to spring out of hiding slowly. I was resisting actually coming out of hiding. And that's a really different energy, right? Like resisting. Yes. Yes. And 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 t- and going slowly and going one step at a time. Res- resisting or hiding is such a different energy. And so I, I what happens? Yeah. Go ahead. When you judge your body, right, Trina, so, and when we judge our bodies, like when we look in the mirror and we go, "Oh, there are my thighs. There's my mother's hips." There's my, you know, grandmother's, you know, feet, whatever it happens to be. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think we, whenever we judge, whatever we judge, we actually get more of. And so if you're judging that your body is fat, your body is listening and your body is going, oh, we're fat. Okay, cool. Here's more. Your body tends to listen to all of your thoughts and your projections and your judgments and it just it doesn't discern so it just creates more of what you're judging it as so you know looking in the mirror and telling yourself you're fat or judging yourself as fat or or saggy or old or wrinkly or whatever it is for you and it doesn't actually create change it actually creates more of what you're judging yeah um, so is there a question yeah. that we could ask that would mm. possibly shift and change that? Yeah, I mean, I think so. If we, we're, So these are tools that come from a modality called access consciousness. And for anyone who doesn't know, you can, um, you can look up accessconsciousness.com. And it's a modality that really shows you how asking questions can change something in your life rather than coming to conclusion or rather than judging. And... There's a tool called um, there's a tool called interesting point of view, and there's another one called who does this belong to? And these are tools that we can use to sh- to shift this to come out of judgment of our bodies and activate a change. Um, we are actually just going to go to break, so let's go to break. And when we come back, um, I can finish talking about that. So. You're listening to Messy Adventures in Living. We're talking about spring out of hiding your body today. Um, When we come back, we're going to talk a little bit about some tools you can use to come out of judgment of your body and into creating and enjoying your body. 
You're listening to Messy Adventures in Living. Don't go anywhere on a to zen.fm. We'll be back soon. Do you wait until all the traffic lights are green before you get in your car? Of course you don't. Are you waiting until you have everything perfect to begin living? Most of us have learned not to take any steps until we have all the information to make the right choice. What if the opposite is true? What if it's choice that creates awareness? Are you willing to make lots of messy choices so you can begin to see the possibilities that you didn't even think existed? Listen for Messy Adventures in Living radio show with self-declared messy living expert Katrina Fava every Monday at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 8 Central, 7 Mountain, and 6 Pacific on A2Zen.fm. How much more expansive would your life be if you were willing to get messy with your choices? Are you driving with the engine warning light on when it comes to listening to your body? Pull over and come to a three-day body class with Juna Guter. Is now the time for learning the language of your body? Is now the time to change what isn't working? Now is the time. Juna will be in Toronto and Europe in May, facilitating the three-day body classes and the Right Body for You taster classes. Is your body asking for this? Take action and register now on the AccessConsciousness.com website. You're listening to Messy Adventures in Living with Petrina Fava. To participate in today's show, please call in the U.S. 815-880-8255, in Canada 613-800-8736, in the U.K. 033-0001-0625, or you can Skype us at a2zen.fm. You can also ask questions or comment by email by sending to Petrina at PetrinaFava.com. Now, here's Petrina with more Messy Adventures. Welcome back to Messy Adventures in Living. I'm your host, Petrina Fava, and today I am joined by my guest, Susan Schatzer. We are talking Stepping out of hiding your body. We're turning the tables a bit today. Susan's interviewing me a little bit. I'm um, a guest on a series called Conscious. Oh, why? What? There's sorry, Susan. There's just something about this title <laughs> that can never come out of my mouth. <laughs> okay. Okay, you say it. Conscious. You would like for me to say spring yes, out of hiding. No, 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 the no. The series. The, the series. Oh. Yeah. Oh, oh, spring into the creation of your new future. <laughs> that's the one. Springing into the creation of your new future. It's a series that starts tonight. Okay, so um, before we went to break. And your um, your yes. call is the, you know, your new future body. Right. <laughs> my my call is on the 9th, May the 9th, and it's about yes. creating your body instead of hiding your body and stepping out of hiding and and creating something different with your body. So before we went to break, you asked me about how can we change ju- judgment of our bodies. Yeah. And so yeah, so talking uh, started about these two tools from a modality called access consciousness, 
and um, that I think are great ways to start. So one of them is a question that goes, who does this belong to? And the other one is a tool called Interesting Point of View. So I wanted, there's a great quote from a man named Gary Douglas, who's actually the founder of this modality, Access Consciousness, that I saw it posted on Facebook as a meme, like with an image, and it really um, kind of just, oh, it was, you know, when and it makes your arms tingle. Um, it's, it goes like this. Your body doesn't exist. It is created moment to moment by your point of view. Your body doesn't exist. It is created moment to moment by your point of view. Oh, my God. I read that. I was like, oh. Do you get that? Like, it sounds really metaphysical and really, like, woo-woo. But, you know, what if truly your body doesn't exist? It it changes or it exists moment to moment by your point of view. What if you create your body by your point of view? It's just, that is the key to the kingdom, don't you think, Petrina? I think so. So that and that's where, <laughs> right. Like, what if we could create our body moment to moment by our point of view? How much of our point of view would we have to change? Um, so, interesting point of view is a tool. It's just something that you can say with every thought or emotion that comes up for you. You can just say interesting point of view that I have this point of view. And the idea is that when you have no point of view, when you when you don't align and agree or resist and react to one side or the other, then you can have awareness of what really is true. So if you have the point of view that you're fat or if you have the point of view that you're um, your body is going to change after you have a baby, or if you have the point of view that you're turning 60, so now you're going to be wrinkly and saggy, this is what gets created. So every time you have this point of view, like when I was in, in my car and I thought, oh, I'm, I, I that sucks that I, spring is coming, like I have to take some clothes off now. I could just go, wow, interesting point of view that I have that. <laughs> right? Like, oh, that's interesting, which I kind of did. I was like, wow. That's and tomorrow I'll be driving to work naked. <laughs> hey, that's a way to do it. That's a way of jumping in and and that's not really doing it a little bit out. at a time. Yeah, <laughs> you might get some stares, but hey, you you might get pulled over by a a sexy uh, police officer. But hey, you never know what that could create too, right? How <laughs> does it get even better than that? How does it? So you know, if you could, if you could, if you could see everything as just an interesting point of view, then it's a start because it takes the judgment off of it, it takes the polarity off of it, and it's just interesting. Um, something that I heard a lot as a kid was anytime we were on the beach, and I mean, I live in Toronto, so there's not that many beaches, so you might be able, you might relate to beaches a lot more being in Florida, <laughs> Susan. But I. Yes. Have you ever heard people say or look at someone like a woman in a bikini who doesn't have a, you know, quote unquote, perfect by this reality body and go, oh, like, she shouldn't be wearing a bikini. Like, anybody who has that body should really not wear a bikini. Yes. Out yeah. loud. Loud. Or I remember... Not um, even to we themselves. <laughs> yeah. Or to- like topless beaches or nude beaches. Like, I remember um, hearing, oh, like... 
you know, at that age, you really shouldn't be walking around topless. Like, give me a break. Who wants to see those saggy breasts? And, you know, that is point of view. And then, right. Because who and whose point of view is that anyways? Which leads me into really the other tool, which is who does this even belong to? So, and the idea behind this tool is really awesome. It's the idea that we're actually extremely psychic and aware of other people's thoughts. And when you ask who does this belong to, you're acknowledging that, you know, most of your thoughts and feelings and emotions are not even yours. They're picking them up, like actually literally picking them up psychically from someone else. Um, or you, you bought it. You bought someone else's point of view. So a lot of times we buy points of view about bodies from the media or maybe from our parents or our friends. And then we just start owning them and we, we buy them as ours. Yes. Um, right? So like, well, you know, my breasts are saggy now, so I, I can't go to a topless, topless beach because who wants to see that? Is that really mine? Like, do I, do I care? Like, do I like being topless? Does it? Does my body enjoy it? Whose point of view is that? That is so cool. So tell me, why do you think that people judge their bodies so harshly? Hmm. That's that's a that's a cool question. I think that um, I think judgment. I think judgment is so normal in this reality. We. You know, when I started playing with the tools of access and we really started looking, one of the the keys to freedom, they're called, is no judgment. And I thought I knew what, I knew all the places where I was judging, either myself or other people. But as I look at this more and more and more, I started to realize how much judgment is woven into the fabric of our lives so much that we don't even notice it. And we don't even consider that it's judgment half the time so that's one thing like it's just so part of our very being and so much a part of this reality and so normal that people don't even think twice about it like of course we judge i mean that's just what we do right um and sometimes it's not even overt judgment like it's not even the kind that you recognize right away like oh that woman shouldn't you know look at her she's so fat why is she wearing a bikini like (laughs) that's Mm -hmm. a really obvious kind of blatant judgment. Sometimes judgment's really sneaky. Um, you know, and sometimes judgment judgments are not always the negative things or the negative thoughts. Sometimes judgments can be the, you know, what we call positive ones too. So, um, you know, like you, you're great. It's, it's good to be fit and have, you know, a nice, thin, lean body. I mean, really, that's a judgment. It's it's not a question. It's a conclusion. Um, and it doesn't necessarily create greater. And then the other thing I think, too, which is huge, has been huge in my universe anyways, is that we really use judgment as motivation. Or we think that judgment is a good way to change something that's happening. Yeah, um, I was talking. Right? Like, I have used judgment as motivation a lot in my life. Um, I would look at something that I was doing and that I wanted to change or that I, I didn't like, and I would, I would judge myself for it. I'd be like, oh my God, I can't believe I'm doing this. Like, look at how awful, I'm terrible, I'm terrible, too. Come on, come on, like, pull up your, pull up your, your, your 
bootstraps and let's get going. Like I really use judgment to motivate myself out of something that I didn't, that I thought needed to change. So can I ask you a question, Petrina? Mm -hmm. Does it sort of come up for you? It's like, okay, so something's wrong here and I've got to fix it. Yes, exactly. And that's the underlying assumption when you use judgment. Yeah. When you use to change something, you already decided that it's wrong. And, you know, judgment, if you're judging it, you can't change it. And if you have decided that something is wrong, then it's very difficult to change because you can't see maybe where it can be a gift or where parts of it is a gift. Um, If you're already starting if you've already decided that you're you're broken or that you need to be fixed, then it's really hard to change that from that space. It's much easier to change something from a space of interesting point of view and maybe gratitude for your body than it is mm-hmm. to change it from this contracted... Like if you think about judgment and what that does to your body... Like, it, it's not expansive, it's not spacious, it's not joyful, it's not happy. It's this, like, tight, contracted space in your body. And imagine what that actually does to the cells of your body. And, you know, like, we know this. I mean, we know this from science. I mean, I know that I've studied even as a nurse. Like, stress literally changes the shapes of the shape of your cells, and it changes what's happening hormonally in your body. So, you know, when you you, you can often catch yourself when you're stressed or when you're judging in this your body contracts and tightens and bends and you know if, especially since we're talking about changing your body if you would like your body to be different can you invite it to a space of of fun and excitement and lightness if you're in this place of contraction and judgment and like Oh, this like bent up body with the cells that are becoming changing a different shape. Like how you get your body to something expansive and fun when you're in that state of judgment? Yeah, and Petrina, it's even like one step further because that's even just with our thoughts. Hmm. What sort of show, shows up after we have that thought is you know, anger, frustration, disappointment, like all of the emotions that go along with, you know, it should have changed by now. I should have been able to change this. This is the same thing. How long has it been this way? You know, I've got to fix this. You know, all of those actually like lock that in. Lock it in more. To the body. Yeah, yeah, because exactly if we go back to that idea of your point of view creates your reality. And like, you know, Mm -hmm. if your body is created moment to moment by your point of view, then all of those points of view, like what you just said, like what's wrong, what is changing, um, it should have changed by now. That's how what we're creating our body as. It hasn't changed. It hasn't changed. It hasn't changed. Why isn't it changing? What's wrong? What's wrong? Mm-hmm. What's wrong? Yes. And so then that's what we're creating in our body. We're creating more no change, more wrongness, more contraction. It's not the, the place to create change. Cool. All right. Well, it's time for another break. So you're listening to Messy Adventures in Living. I am here with my guest, Susan Schatzer. We are talking about springing out of hiding your body. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Do you wait until all the traffic lights are green before you get in your car? Of course you don't. Are you waiting until you have everything perfect to begin living? 
Most of us have learned not to take any steps until we have all the information to make the right choice. What if the opposite is true? What if it's choice that creates awareness? Are you willing to make lots of messy choices so you can begin to see the possibilities that you didn't even think existed? Listen for Messy Adventures in Living radio show with self-declared messy living expert Katrina Fava every Monday at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 8 Central, 7 Mountain, and 6 Pacific on A2Zen.fm. How much more expansive would your life be if you were willing to get messy with your choices. Do you know a child who is frustrated and disruptive in class? Who struggles to connect? Who's bright but still not making the grade? Have you ever wished that there were a kinder, gentler way to support children with difficulties in school or at home? Many children find access bars is benefiting them greatly. A study is being conducted to document findings in an effort to assist kids everywhere with these life-changing benefits. Will you donate and help to assist kids thrive? Visit www.accessyourbrilliance.com to support our study. What else is possible for kids now more than ever? You're listening to Messy Adventures in Living with Petrina Fava. To participate in today's show, please call in the U.S. 815-880-8255, in Canada 613-800-8736, in the U.K. 033-0001-0625, or you can Skype us at a2zen.fm. You can also ask questions or comment by email by sending to Petrina at PetrinaFava.com. Now, here's Petrina with more Messy Adventures. Welcome back. You're listening to Messy Adventures in Living with myself, your host, Petrina Fava, and my guest today, Susan Schatzer. We are talking about springing out of hiding your body. So before we went to break... Um, we were talking about why do we judge our bodies and I was talking, or Susan asked me why we were judging our bodies and I talked a little bit about how um, two things. A is that judgment is so, it's so normal for us in this reality and we grew, we've grown up actually learning to judge and in many ways we've learned that judgment is helpful, that judgment is good and that judgment can motivate you to change and, and many times we use Mo, uh, judgment as motivation. I know I have for sure. That is the way I have always thought I would change something about myself that I didn't like. And if I judge myself harshly enough, that I could change it. And I just um, had a thought about how once somebody told me that if I wanted to lose weight, I should stick a picture of myself naked on the refrigerator so that every time I go to eat, I can be reminded of what my body looks like naked and wouldn't eat. Isn't that crazy? Have you Very guys ever crazy. heard anything like that? Stick a picture of your fat self on the fridge so that when you go to eat that donut, you'll be like, oh, I can't eat that donut because look at me. What? <laughs> Come on. And you know what? Like, How'd that work for you? How did, It didn't. It did not work at all. Actually, I took the picture down because I was like, this is ridiculous. <laughs> but, you know, and... It's abuse. Yeah. It is actually, I think... Thank you. It is abuse mm -hmm. to your body. Yeah. 
that is abuse to your body and it's so absolutely not honoring and yeah it's abuse to your body so like you know what else is possible besides beating up our bodies with judgment um and i think someone told me once like oh but i judge i judge uh, somebody was a dancer somebody who was a dancer said to me like if i didn't judge myself i would have never made it to where i am today and I looked at that and I was like, okay, so what is that? Because there might be people who are saying, well, I just and it worked. But, you know, I think what I'm aware of is, you know, what actually got created? Like maybe you, you, you lost the weight or maybe you turned into the dancer you wanted to be. But how much are you actually cutting yourself off to fit into some box that this reality has defined as the right way to be? right? Like if you're judging yourself out of being fat and you lose weight and then your 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 body is the ideal that this reality perpetrates as beautiful, What what is that? Like have you actually created your body as greater or have you just bent and folded and mutilated yourself to shove yourself into this box that's called, that's defined as beautiful in this reality? Or like, have you actually cre- made yourself into this dancer that's create that's defined in this reality as a great dancer? Have you actually created yourself as greater, or have you just bent so much that you fit now into this box? Challenge yeah, and that how point much, of view. Yeah, that is so cool. Sorry. Like, how much stress does that actually create, Katrina? Right. And is there any joy at all in doing no. that? In choosing no. that? Right. So yeah, how much exactly. of that is actually hurting the body ultimately? Mm-hmm. Right. Like how much is it hurting the body for you to, to you know, do what it takes to become the perfect dancer? And is that actually creating stress on your joints? And, you know, like how much physical stress does it create in your body? It, it, yeah. I mean, I just would challenge anyone who has that point of view to really look at Maybe you achieved that thing that you thought was the right outcome. But what did it actually create for you? Yeah. So let's. So um, in the chat room, while we were at break, where is it? Eleanor was talking about oh mirrors, um, picking up judgments in fitting rooms. <laughs> so. Have you ever had this, right? Like, have you ever had this experience where you go to the fitting room and you're like, why? Like, how much? There's something about fitting room mirrors that is just so uncomfortable. And I almost feel like, do they make these mirrors, like, especially so that I look worse? Like, what is going on? Have you ever had that, Susan? Yeah, what are we blaming on? It's the lighting. It's the the lighting of the room. Yeah. All the extra clothing. They probably have a camera here that's watching me. Exactly. So you know what it is? It's judgment. What is it? Because how yeah, many people it's judgments? Those mirrors are loaded with judgments. Think about how many people go through that fitting room every day, put themselves in the mirror and judge themselves. Those those judgments are held in that mirror. All the projections of I'm ugly, I'm fat, I'm wrinkly, I'm saggy, I'm not good enough, are projected into that mirror. And, you know, if we go back to the idea that we're actually very aware of other people's thoughts and feelings and emotions, what happens when we step into that that change room? The, a change room is like 
a judgment chamber. <laughs> it's like a well, judgment that's what chamber. gets projected on us when we look at it. It's like mirror, mirror on the wall. <laughs> right, exactly. I mean, the what ugliest else is of all. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, how much, I mean, we could use mirrors to admire ourselves, but how much do we use mirrors to judge the crap out of ourselves instead? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Wow. So what else do you want to know, Susan? <laughs> well, I would love to know a little bit more about um, what we can do that will shift and change. So you know what? Actually, I'm going to talk about something that I've I've been doing, and I don't know if this is going to work for everybody, but because I, like I said, that for me it's been weight, and I've gained a lot of weight over the last few years, and I've and I've been very uncomfortable with it. And so anytime I go to a change room, especially, um, I was doing this thing where I would like not look at my body. So I would like take my clothes off and then turn and then put the, you know, article of clothing that I was trying on and then turn back to the mirror because I did not want to see my body because anytime I looked at it, I would go, I can't believe that's my body. Like, I can't believe that my body looks like this now. Um, and mm. I kept... Yeah, and I was I this I had this reference point of what my body looked like before, and f- finally one day, and I realized how much this is resistance, right? So, with the idea that whatever we resist persists, I was completely resisting looking at my body in the mirror with no clothes on, and and I was also actually resisting the idea of being fat, okay. And so what I started to do was look at myself in the mirror and actually say, okay, I'm a fat girl. And it's, it was not the same energy as, of judgment. It was an energy of lowering my barriers to that thing that I w- was resisting so much. So mm-hmm. we, we do this a lot in Access. Like we look at that thing that we so much don't want to be. And we know that the, the the more fierce we don't want to be it, the more we're creating it. So one of the things you can do is look at that thing that you don't want and lower your barriers and actually be willing to be it. So even if it's something totally different, like if you're resisting being a bitch, you know, or you're resisting being, I don't know, like whatever. If you're resisting being a bitch because you want to be a nice girl, you know, go into being a bitch and actually be willing to be it. So in this case, what I've done, and it's it's really uncomfortable, is look at myself in the mirror, allow myself to look at myself and be like, okay, I'm a fat girl. And and please understand, like it's not the same as judgment. It's it's lowering of barriers and being completely vulnerable and being willing to be that thing that I've so much resisted. And you might say, okay, well, what's the point of that? When you are willing to to be that thing that you're so much resisting, then that's the space that can allow it to change. Yeah. Um, Rhonda, in the chat room, are you really a fat girl? Are you simply carrying excess fat? Yeah, I mean, yes. But I, I think, though, is that I had such a judgment about being a fat girl. Like, there was something about that for me that I was resisting so much that it was actually in saying it like that that allowed me to to um, to almost release it because I had such a judgment about 
you know, being a fat girl. So interesting. So, I mean, you know, you can try that if you're resisting being old or you're resisting being wrinkly. You know, what if you could actually allow yourself to be it? And and it's different than accepting the fact that you have a body that's not contributing to you. So I also know that the excess weight that I'm carrying is not a contribution to me because it's harder for me to play with my kids. It's harder for me to run up the stairs. It's like, I'm, it's not accepting, but allowance is allowance is looking at something with no point of view. So it's more allowance than it is acceptance. And when you're in a place of allowance, then you can ask for something to change. But when you're in a place of judgment, then it won't change. Does that sound Does that sound crazy? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, not at all. And I, you know, how many of us like actually get out of our bodies? step out of our bodies and are looking at our bodies from the outside of it and not actually communicating with our bodies and asking, you know, you know, questions with our body, like including our body in our decisions, you know, of our movement or food or clothing or pampering, you know, mm-hmm. of it. And how right. much of that, you know, in honoring of it would shift and change things. Oh, absolutely. Um, and that's kind of a, like that's something that you can do too to change it is list, ask your body, body, what would you like to wear? So, you know, maybe you think your arms are, are really big and you don't want to expose your arms. So you only wear a t-shirt with sleeves, like you won't wear a halter top. And, you know, or you, you think your thighs are really big, so you'll wear capri pants, but not shorts. But if you, those are all like, like what you just said, looking from the outside in. So first of all, whose judgments are those anyways? Who does that even belong to? Does your body enjoy wearing a little bit of clothing? Does your body like being outside with very little clothing, does it like the feeling of the wind on its skin? Does it like the feeling of the sun on its skin? And, you know, what what would happen if you honored your body by asking it what it would like to wear? And then, you know, getting rid of your judgments and going out with the tank top and the short shorts and allowing your body to enjoy what that feels like, you know, could that be another way to create change in your body, to invite your body to change um, if that's what you desire. There's something to be said about, you know, going outside and being in nature with your skin exposed and allowing your body to enjoy that. Um, it's such a dishonoring to keep to continue to cover up your body all the time or to wear, you know, ill-fitting clothes. Um, you know, even you know, how much do we try and and how much do we hang on to our, like, smaller size clothes in the hopes that we're going to wear them one day, right? Like, it's so dishonoring of our bodies. Like, what if you could actually ditch the skinny clothes and then go out and choose clothes that fit? Because you know what? Like, I, I mean, I don't know about you, but, like, I look around and I look at women of various body shapes and I... I don't judge them. Like I look at other women's bodies and I and I go, wow, everybody's body is different and everybody's body is beautiful and I get that. And but then I I 
I, I see that I'm not able to apply that to myself. So that's where the, the whole tool of, is this really mine? Who does this belong to? comes in. Because is that point of view really mine? I'm able to look and appreciate other people's bodies and acknowledge that bodies are beautiful no matter what they look like. Then when I judge myself, is that even, is that even mine? Or am I picking up on other people judging themselves? And how, how often have I watched or how, how often have we looked at women who are a size that's not, you know, the standard, this reality, right size to be? And do you, can you tell the difference when somebody is totally owning, owning it and acknowledging and very comfortable in their body and they're standing tall and they're strutting their stuff and they're wearing clothing that totally um, jives with their body and you can see that their body loves how it's dressed and they walk and they're like, wow, like she's a big girl and she's sexy as hell. So, you know, like I know that it's not about what your body looks like. I know that it's about what you be and how you be with your body. Um, so, you know, how much would choosing, asking your body what it would like to wear and choosing clothing that your body loves wearing and and standing tall and, and strutting your stuff, how does that change everything? Because that's really what it's about. It's not about what it looks like. It's more about what you're being when you're in your body, the energy that you're exuding, the confidence, the standing up tall. People know when you're, when you're, when you're in love with your body. People can see when you're grateful for your body and you're standing tall and you're strutting your stuff. Um, so I would encourage people to, to try that and, and, and to even to, to push past the discomfort. <laughs> I'll give you, you want to hear a funny example? <laughs> funny example. Yes. So, yeah. So yesterday I went out, I went out to, um, I, I went out in the morning with my daughter somewhere that I knew I wasn't going to take off my jacket and I was in a rush. So I threw on a white t-shirt on top of a bra that was not, um, like that nude color. It was like just slightly pink on top mm-hmm. of a white t-shirt. And I kind of first, you know, I was like, oh, I don't think this is like this bra is going to show through. But I was like, whatever, I'm not taking off my jacket. I just threw my jacket on and I, and I went and I came home and my husband said, let's go out for lunch. And I said, okay. And he said, don't even get out of the car, like just pull up and, and we'll hop in the car. And I said, okay. And so we did that and we went out to lunch and then I took my jacket off and I was like, oh shit. <laughs> I'm wearing a white shirt with like this like light pink bra underneath. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't whatever. And then I had to, I was like, whatever, I took off my jacket. I'm like, oh, I'll just sit here like at the booth. You know, nobody will notice. My husband can stare at my, my bra through my shirt. I'm sure like that. And then my, my kids are like, mommy, we have to go to the bathroom. And I'm going to have to walk across the, <laughs> the restaurant. And I was with this, like my bra showing through my white T-shirt. But you know what? I actually was really, what I did was I I was aware that it was uncomfortable. And I was also aware that if I shrunk and I bent over, that that I would draw more attention and that I would, like, I would, you could really, I would ooze judgment. Like, I would ooze that. And people would pick that up off of me. And so I was like, mm-hmm. okay, Katrina, like, this is going to be uncomfortable, but you need to stand tall and stick out your breasts and be willing for everybody to look at your pink bra through your white shirt. And that's <laughs> that's what I did. And you know what? Like, it's just an, it's a example, but it could be a really great 
um, exercise in a being willing to receive judgment and b practicing standing tall and no matter what you think you look like or no matter how much you're judging because probably nobody even noticed my bra anyways. <laughs> oh my god, it's the end of the hour. When when did that happen? Okay, <laughs> four minutes. So tell us, Susan, please tell us more about series and um, how people can join us. Okay, so um, the Conscious Birthing and Beyond series, um, they can find us in two different places. One, they can go to um, Spring Into the Creation of Your New Future on Facebook. That is the event page. Um, there they'll be able to find all the information about signing up for the free intro induction that's taking place tonight where all of the um, seven guest speakers will um, get to pop on and talk about their um, call and uh, what the benefits will be, what people will get out of it. Um, we are giving away the entire series, all of them, for anyone who does register um, for the series. Nice. You will get all of fall's replays, all of spring's replays, all of summer's replays, all oh of winter's God. replays. Yeah, what? we. So every time someone jumps on, yeah, and gets started, we give away all of the replays, so everyone oh. can catch up and get every single. I know. That I know. is There's amazing. Like Fifteen calls. <laughs> oh, that's great, yeah. and they're great calls, you guys. Really, I mean, the, and the, and also like what I what I want people to get is that it doesn't. You don't have to be a woman thinking about birthing. Like this is birthing on a very broad level, um, anyone can listen to these calls and get a lot out of them. Yeah, it, it originally started to be just for women who were trying to get pregnant, who were pregnant, and who were giving right. birth. And <laughs> after that first series, it has, like, superseded, like, anything we could have thought of because birthing literally is birthing anything in your life, a relationship. Like, today we're talking about birthing a new body. Right. Yeah. Business and generating and, and creating. Awesome. Mm -hmm. That's great. Very cool. Well, so what else is possible with springing out of hiding your body? And, um, you know, what would it be like if you were willing to embrace and be grateful for your body exactly the way it is? How much, um, how much change and how much expansiveness could you create with your body? So thank you, Susan, so much for joining me today on Messy Adventures in Living. I look forward to playing thank with you Thank you, soon. Petrina. Yeah. Um, uh, thank you all for joining us. Please join us again next week. Monday is at 9 a.m. Eastern on Messy Adventures. Have so much fun jumping into your life mess and all. Goodbye. Thanks for playing with us on Messy Adventures in Living. Katrina Fava will return next Monday at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 8 a.m. Central, 7 a.m. Mountain, and 6 a.m. Pacific on A2Zen.fm. We'd love to have you join us again. Until then, have fun creating your phenomenal life, mess and all.